Marvelicious Toys is brought to you in part by Dorkside Toys. At DorksideToys.com, you can get the latest Marvel toys, as well as Star Wars, G.I. Joe, The Walking Dead, and more. Run by toy fans, you can be assured your order will be given great attention and packed with care. Sign up to their social channels now for stock alerts, reviews, and toy and movie news. DorksideToys.com. You'd be a dork not to shop there. Welcome to Marvelicious Toys, hosted by Justin and his amazing friends, Arnie and Marjorie. We bring you news and reviews of Marvel toys, statues, and more, because not all Marvel collections can be bagged and boarded. Join us at MarveliciousToys.com to find thousands of pictures of the items reviewed, chat with other listeners, find links to our Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube pages, support our Podbean crowdfunding campaign, and much more. They're not just toys, they're Marvelicious! Hello and welcome to issue 171 of Marvelicious Toys, I'm Marjorie. I'm Arnie. And this is Justin. And welcome back to a more vanilla episode of Marvelicious Toys after the 30th anniversary of Howard last time. But thanks to everyone who said they enjoyed that. You make it seem like it's going to be a letdown of a show just because we're not talking about <laughs> Howard's, but you know. Well, one of us will be let down, I'll put it that way. <laughs> but it's been quite a while since our last regular show. I mean, with Comic-Con and Howard and everything going on, feels like we have a lot of news to catch up on. Yeah, definitely. When we last talked, we were looking at toys that were about to come out and now we're drowning in toys that have come out so we have a lot of reviews to get to over the next couple shows our friends at hasbro even sent a wave of doctor strange figures for us so we have those in hand ready to review by the time the movie comes out yes indeed and i'll probably be doing some live unboxing on facebook from between now and then so if you want to check that out be sure to like us on Facebook if you don't already, and we'll we'll be opening some of these live on the air. I only saw the prototypes at Comic-Con, Justin. How are they in person? Well, I've only seen them in hand in box, so I haven't opened them yet. But, you know, they're they're looking pretty good, especially for, you know, a wave that when we get to reviewing it is a lot of repaints. But there's a lot of differences in those repaints, too. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to dig in and kind of do some comparisons. Well, to start off... The Spectacular Store Report. I've been hitting Walgreens and looking for the X-Men wave of figures because they are showing up there. Apparently they've been showing up everyone else like the last month, but we're just now getting them. And I've made some good finds, but while I was there, I noticed that in addition to redoing their toy aisle and kind of changing it around a little, they put out some new merchandise they hadn't seen before. And I found some small metal replica helmets for Marvel. They were maybe about the size of like a plum, I guess, a peach, plum, something like that in between. And they're on a little stand. They only had two, and it looks like since I found six, three of each of these, that this might be the first wave. I couldn't find the manufacturer on the box. There was no listing as far as future ones that are coming out or anything like that. But all they had was Captain America and, oddly, Iron Spider. You know, I saw those at a Walgreens last week as well, and... I was kind of puzzled by myself. They they remind me of the Hasbro Titanium Series uh, Star Wars helmets that they have out there. Same type of idea. It's just a head and a stick, essentially, or a base. Yeah, but 
on the Star Wars side, it kind of makes sense. It's kind of the ones they're doing with die cast and metal because they're helmets and stuff. Here it's Cap's helmet, which should probably be some sort of plastic or, I don't know, some sort of Kevlar. Leather something. Leather, yeah. And then Iron Spidey, that should be all spandex. No, these are metal. It doesn't make any sense. I would think they'd have an Iron Man at least in the first wave, but no, no. Iron Spider might be metal? Yeah, I can see that, but I don't know for sure. Which ones did you buy, Marjorie? I haven't even seen these. I only bought the Captain America because I'm not a big Iron Spider fan, and it kind of didn't make sense to me, and I kind of regret the Captain America purchase, to be honest, right now. I am a big Iron Spider fan that... Sideshow Maquette exclusive is on my bucket list, but you sent me pictures and I looked at this bland orange red iron spider helmet and I'm like, what's the point? (laughs) (laughs) I endorsed the Captain America purchase because that is a helmet. It was sitting on a stick. This was like a disembodied head that was just staring at me metallically and I, I just didn't get it and I didn't get it. Yeah, there's some detail that to that cap helmet, at least. You know, there's straps and some rivets here and there. The Spider-Man had just like an egg with two yellow eggs plopped into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't get this. But I bought the Captain America one. It might return it. They were eight ninety nine. I kind of realized that the Captain America helmet just didn't make sense. Also, we were in Washington, D.C. and thereabouts, Virginia and Maryland, and we finally found them. We were hitting Walgreens, yes. And we found the Walgreens exclusive Funko Mystery Minis. I was so excited. We found them in exactly one Walgreens in Fredericksburg, Virginia, I think is where it was. South of Culpeper, Virginia, just very close to the Maryland border where University of Mary Washington is. And it was a new Walgreens. It was store type number three with a nice bright and airy, you know, layout. A lot of pastels in this one. And they had them. I have never, ever, 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 ever seen these before. And then I only bought five. Well, they exist. That's a good thing. I know, isn't it? Well, I'd already bought the figures loose, but it was nice to actually get to open them and see the packages and everything. And the only two Arnie let me open actually were two of the chases. There's two of three exclusive to the Walgreens, so I did get those, and I was kind of excited about that. Nice. Yeah. But they do exist. And of all the Walgreens I've been to, which is probably more than two hands worth, (laughs) I finally saw them. I've never seen them in Illinois. I had to go all the way to near the Atlantic Ocean to see them. Had to go to good old historic Fredericksburg, Virginia. And then, yesterday, Civil War on Blu-ray. Yay! Did you get it? No, I got to watch that on the plane the other day. I was super excited about it. (laughs) Yeah, it was out on video on demand earlier. But yes, I went ahead and I pre-ordered and got the Best Buy Steelbook and the Target exclusive that has exclusive bonus content and a comic download. I really have to be critical for a second because that what Thor was up to was really not funny. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> I chuckled a few times. <laughs> it's one of those things where they just need to let Hemsworth be pretty and show off his muscles. <laughs> I thought it went a little long, but there there was a few funny parts there, especially when, when Tony called and he, like Thor wanted to talk to him. Ruffalo was the only funny part, but I think this is just even more proof, if we didn't need it after Ghostbusters, that Hemsworth shouldn't be writing his own material. Wait, he wrote his own material? 
I'm, it felt like he was just ad-libbing that whole thing. And in Ghostbusters, yes, he wrote his own material and ad-libbed, and that explained a lot. Huh. Well, <laughs> you can't have everything, I guess. You can't have looks and talent, I suppose. He has talent. <laughs> he just doesn't have comedic timing. See, Hemsworth, I got one up on you. <laughs> Take those muscles. I have funny. Take those muscles and those dreamy eyes. <laughs> that gorgeous hair. It's not really his hair. <laughs> that jawline of steel. He's no Chris Evans. No, he's Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Still all Chris's. And then the next Blu-ray coming out is going to be X-Men Apocalypse on October 4th. The Target exclusive edition is actually pretty cool looking. It's It comes in a book, and the book is the handbook for Xavier's school. And it only looks like it has a couple pages in it, but it's like a yearbook, and it's got the double disc set in it. Oh, nice. And then Best Buy has the Steelbook again. Always pre-ordering those these days. Yeah, don't wait on the Steelbooks. <laughs> <laughs> Even when it's a movie you don't necessarily like, huh? I'm a, I'm a Steelbook collector. Yeah. <laughs> but strangely, they're doing tie-ins. There's more movie tie-ins for the X-Men release for the DVD than there were for the actual movie. Like, we kept thinking, oh, maybe there'll be Twinkies or something, given that Quicksilver was eating Twinkies. Nope. Not much at all came out for the movie. There were no tie-ins for the movie, right? There were a couple, but not anything major. Well, I happened to be in a different part of the state yesterday, and we don't have White Castles where we live, and I wasn't eating there because I can't eat there. It just doesn't do anything for me. But I drove by, and it caught my eye was this huge Beast poster in their window. I'm like, that's not Beast, is it? Yeah, it was Beast. There is a White Castle tie-in for the Apocalypse DVD, and they have an apocalyptic waffle slider that you can get. Yeah, the the picture alone does look like apocalyptic for your bowels. (laughs) That is The the name is not something that... Conjures up an appetite. Well, <laughs> conjures something. You know they're called sliders. I don't know if you have White Castles where you're from, Justin. I've been to White Castle. We don't okay. have any in our area. Okay. Did th- you go with Harold or Kumar? <laughs> I went with the Beastie Boys. We got kicked out. Ah. Well, and adding apocalyptic to anything isn't a great idea, especially in front of a food item. Well, it's got a ghost pepper seasoning in it, though. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So it's this is just so disgusting. It just feels like something that would happen at a frat house. Like, dude, what did you do in there? Have an apocalyptic waffle slider? (laughs) (laughs) I imagine somewhere that uh, Oscar Isaacs is just shaking his head and going, they did what to my character? (laughs) But this is the bun, two waffles with a sausage patty, an egg, whatever you call it from a fast food place, and then ghost pepper cheese. So that's your apocalyptic waffle slider. But wait, there's more. Because they have a whole line of X-Men ghost pepper sliders that you can get. So there is the ghost pepper cheese slider, extreme ghost pepper cheese slider, and mutant loaded fries. (laughs) Oh, but wait, there's more, guys. Mutant is right. (laughs) So you can enter for a chance to be an X-Men character for a day with a proof of purchase. So you'd actually have to buy there. Can I be Mystique? Sure. You can also mail away to get a diploma from the Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters with a proof of purchase from White Castle. I'm not sure why, but go ahead. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe you could buy a soda. It just says proof of purchase. So All right. 
Oh, two proofs of purchase. I'm sorry. You need two proofs of purchase. So check out separately if you're with a friend or family member. <laughs> you can download the White Castle app and get $5 off an X case, which is an X-Men themed case of White Castles. Better proof of purchase than proof of consumption. <laughs> then you can also uncover your X gene with an X-Men transformation. So when you get sodas at your soft drinks at White Castle... You get a game piece where you enter the code and they will turn you into an X-Men. And you get a three-night trip to New York City, a makeover, and a professional photo shoot, and thousands of other X-Men and White Castle prizes. Hmm. So they are giving you some stuff if you go and can stomach it. You're right. This feels like more of a promotional tie-in than anything they did for the movie's release. Like, why now for the Blu-ray are they giving it this type of treatment? I have no idea... It remains to be seen what they were thinking, because also Arnie and I were at a Walmart in the middle of nowhere and stumbled across X-Men M&Ms. Oh, wow. We never saw those when the movie came out, but now that it's coming to video, there was a whole display. Now, this could be, again, because we were in Virginia. They just have stuff we don't get here. (laughs) Very true. But I don't think I've seen them here either, and I usually have a pretty good track record with finding things like this. So were there different flavors, or did they just brand the the regular flavors of M&M's? Yeah, it was just regular flavors. It was peanut and regular. Okay. But there was still more shopping. Sales to astonish. So Comic-Con is coming home, and Marjorie, we haven't talked about this, and this isn't a gag or a skit. We really haven't talked about this. But we need to discuss, you know, $1,000 or so of pre-orders. All right. First of all, an item that when they announced it, I thought I could skip. And then you fell in love with it at Comic-Con is the Sideshow Hulk versus Wolverine maquette standing about two feet tall. It does have a good floating effect. I mean, obviously, if you know physics, Wolverine is not floating there, but they've really hid that well. I think it's a really nice piece. I mean, I really think it's great. I don't know if it's a must-have. I mean, I like the dynamics of it, but I I think, I mean, whatever you want to do is fine. You've already pre-ordered it, though, haven't you? No, I haven't ordered any of this. okay. This Hulk is abtastic, though, so I don't know if you can pass on it, man. This is one of the most muscular Hulks I've seen in a long time when it comes to statues. Sideshow is really hulking out, though. I mean, this is like their 10th Hulk or so. Maybe 11th. If I count the Avengers, this might be the 13th. They had the three of the landing Hulks, the three of the premium format Hulks that are still waiting to ship. They had Green Hulk, Grey Hulk, Avengers Hulk, Age of Ultron Hulk. They're like the Bubba Gump shrimp of Hulks. (laughs) That's at least how I felt I was going. Grey Hulk maquette, Green Hulk maquette, (laughs) Hulk versus Wolverine maquette, premium format Hulk, premium format Red Hulk. (laughs) Well, it sounds like you almost have to make a decision because there is somewhat of a neat exclusive with this one. So if you if you want the exclusive, you're probably gonna have to make a decision soon. Yeah, the first appearance of Wolverine head only available on the exclusive one. Uh, it's actually not that unaffordable at $650 compared to some of their previous Hulks, too. So, it, all right, this is not a decision to be made right now. I did order the Angela Premium format because I seem to 
be in for their Guardians ones. I'd ordered Gamora, and I was a little hemming and hawing, but now the Rocket and Groot looked so incredible that I just want to assemble my comic Guardians, and so Angela got the purchase. Not bad. It's still a little weird to buy a $500 statue of a Spawn character and call it Marvel, but I'll go with it. (laughs) Yeah, it's this statue and depiction of Angela here has a very... I don't know if it's Warcraft or one of those, like, video game crossover type of feels to it. Well, she does hang out in Asgard now. Yeah, there's something a little more to it than that, though. I can't quite put my finger on it. And maybe it's the the spaciness crossed with the, the Asgardianness. Then something else. I have not yet ordered the Iron Studios Falcon. I keep looking at it and looking at it and thinking it looks great. But now they've come out with another piece that I wonder if, Marjorie, you need, because you seem to be a focused collector, character focused. And if so, I might have to jump on that Falcon so that it doesn't stand alone. I'm talking about Iron Studios Winter Soldier statue. You know, this one left me a little cold. I like everything... From, like, the neck down, where I think it's pretty badass. I got his costume right. That arm is amazing. Oh, my God. But is it wrong to buy a statue just for the arm? But the problem I have, they did something funky, and he's got, like, this... It almost looks like he's got, like, sort of a bouffant hair thing going on, and there's, like, too much head above the eyebrows, and it looks funky to me. His head is weird. His hair is definitely too thick. Yeah. it's, It's like the old... I'm looking at the face shot up close right now, and the way they did the hair, it looks like the fuzzy pumper from Play-Doh. <laughs> you guys know what I mean. Doesn't it? It's like this long, thick tendrils, like he's like Medusa or something. Totally. The head shape is wrong, I think. Yeah, it's like the hair is sitting on top of a, a sculpt. Like somebody sculpted the hair and somebody separately sculpted the face and yeah. they weren't talking to each other. Now that you guys have pointed that out, it's all I can see is that he's like this egghead leader type thing. Yeah, it's like a cone head. But I got to say, they did a good likeness on that face. They got the stubble down. They got the facial expression. They got his dreamy eyes. But that hair. <laughs> I seriously can't advocate it because of the hair. It's from some angles. He kind of looks like Harry Hamlin or whatever his name was. Yes, yes, you were so right. (laughs) Now that's all I see. (laughs) Oh, my God, you pegged it, Justin. He looks like Harry Hamlin. I can't buy this. No, sorry, I cannot have because they don't make a Lisa Rinna. See, they're married. <laughs> yeah. Well, she was on that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. movie with David Hasselhoff, so we could get a Lisa Rinna statue, but... Probably never. Yeah, probably. But, all right, I guess I'm the one who loves this statue most, but I didn't love it enough to jump immediately, so... If I loved it, I would have told you bye, 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 because I believe I said that about, like, the Hot Toys, didn't I? I think you wanted want me to buy two Hot Toys, one for I, you. I did not. We share the hot toys like we share the little tiny Wolverine. All right. Well, we'll hold off on Winter Soldier here. And maybe Iron Studios is the bridge I don't cross. I just... That one... Something's wrong with that one. And I'm going to have to pass on that. Now, if it comes out and it looks amazing and there's still some available, maybe this is a pre-production mistake. That Falcon looked amazing. Looks amazing. Drool. But are you just blinded by the cool wings? Like, maybe we need to go back and look at his hair. No, I think his hair looks spot on. You know, we did go to the restaurant where he hung out in Washington, D.C. and spied on Senator Stern, and we sat in his chair and selfied. That's pretty great. (laughs) (laughs) 
Right in the same exact spot. No, I think Falcon looks perfect. Yeah, I was looking at him too. He looks fine. And maybe it's just the long hair situation that they're having a problem with. Now, he has a lot of wrinkles on his forehead. That looks kind of weird, but I think it's okay. Oh, yeah. Now your nitpicks are making me hate things. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm just giving you opinions. That's all I'm doing. These are things that when I'd walk in, if if I had that Winter Soldier statue, every time I walked in the room, I would, like, just look at it and go, what the f*** is wrong with his head? Could it just be the angle? Like, his head is tilted down, so it makes it look like the back of his head's a giant cone. In every single ang- picture? The side shots don't look like that. Yeah, they do. Yeah, the side shots look like that. It's The whole thing is misshapen. That could be the issue, but more to the point, the sculpting of the hair just isn't there. Yeah, when I say it looks like fuzzy pumpers, that's a big clue right there. (laughs) All right, well, a couple of things I did order and I didn't ask any permission. Figure Arts has released two exclusive figures, War Machine Mark III and Hawkeye, both from Civil War. Damn it. Stop doing exclusives. They cost more. Yeah, like almost twice the cost, if not more. Holy cow. I tell you, I'm pretty close to being all in with figure arts but whenever a human character comes out i have to stop and think about it real hard and i gotta tell you i went for the war machine without even thinking about it hawkeye i had to look at for a good 20 minutes before i decided against putting the money down on this one i could see that i have decided i am all in on this line at least for the moment and hawkeye the face sculpt doesn't quite look right he looks more like Elrond with more hair from Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. Just with that severe face. But I love the outfit he wore on that with the long coat and the purplish, maroonish stripes on it. And the superposability and the fact that, I mean, before the movie ever came out, Figure Arts teased us with their Team Cap and Team Iron Man stuff. I kind of just want to build the team. So if one is a slight... Slip in quality overall. If if this were being sold as a set, and the price of that set is each individual figure, I would not let Hawkeye stop me from having that set. Yeah, good point. War Machine Mark III is the one I'm hesitant on. I'm like, how many of these? Well, the way I look at it is, is I didn't get the War Machine Mark II. I got Iron Patriot in that sculpt. So I'll have the original War Machine and the Mark III, which are... You know, similar colors, but different designs. And to represent the Mark II, I have the Iron Patriot, which is more fun to look at anyway. So True. It was the Iron Patriot that got me all in on that line. But they did a Mark II gray one, right? I think I have it. Yep. And I think he that one's still available for purchase. At, you know, that... One that never appeared in any movie. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. So... Oh, wait, no, it was in Avengers Age of Ultron, wasn't it? Because Mark III was Civil War, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. And they just had a different Mark II. They called it Mark II, but then, like, when they made the Hot Toys for the Mark II for Iron Man Three, it was ever so slightly different than the Mark II for Age of Ultron. Hey, look, an armor survived a movie. (laughs) Oh, you thought Iron Man suits were hard to keep up with. Mm. War Machine's getting up there, too. And then New York Comic Con is just around the corner. We are already making our appointments with Hasbro for interview on site there. And Mezco has put up for pre-order 
their exclusives for New York Comic Con. There is one Marvel figure in their 112 collective line. It is Daredevil Shadowland. Ooh. Does that mean if you order it, you're going to be able to pick it up at New York Comic Con? No. If you pre-order it, it's being shipped to your house. So if you're not going to the con, you can secure it this way. Nice. Which I did because I... One less stressor at the con. I know I'm getting this here by just paying a little bit of shipping. It's the same price at the con, only without the shipping. So I have gone ahead and placed the order. This is a lot different from their cap. This is an all sales or final 50% deposit. It's an $80 figure. They take 40 at the time of order. So if you cancel, you're still out half the money. Ooh, so you better know that you want it. I was kind of feeling what you were saying, Justin, about how many outfits, you know, why are we starting with so few characters, but so many variations? And I I don't know what part of me was like, maybe I won't. But then I saw that box and that box is awesome. Yeah, that's some pretty impressive packaging. And that was enough to push me over and go, what was I thinking? Of course I want this. <laughs> now, remind me, are you all in on these so far? Have you got, have you pre-ordered the other daredevils that we've seen so far yes i have from our sponsor dorkside toys all right see i'm still being pretty picky and choosy with this line and you know i've i skipped on captain america this year at comic-con but this daredevil i'm i'm still thinking about it and i may pull the trigger on this one I wouldn't necessarily hesitate. I kind of felt very lax about this because the Comic-Con cap is still available. So I didn't think this was something to rush on, which is one of the reasons I was like, well, I'll think about it. But it showed sold out two hours after going up for order. It, It then came back and has been back ever since, but something happened there. Yeah, they were trying to create... Artificial demand? (laughs) Artificial demand, exactly. Make people like you freak out for a second. No, but if if I was going to get one Daredevil, this would be probably the one. This one looks the sharpest. See, if I was going to get one, I'd get classic red. You know, if I'm only going to have one of the character, I probably would go with iconic versus stylized. Yeah, I can see that thinking too. But to argue with you, actually, you could go with his first appearance, which is the red and yellow. That would be... More iconic, right? Well, no, it's not more iconic. It's just a classic, yet funny yellow banana suit that they realized was a bad idea and changed to red pretty early on. <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter. You're all in anyway. But. <laughs> I mean, that's like, is the first appearance Wolverine head iconic if it only appeared in one issue? Yeah, not necessarily. And then, of course, speaking of dork side toys, they are... Hitting heavy with the Marvel Legends. You can right now pre-order your wave of Doctor Strange. I did. Also, their X-Men figures, they have some of them in stock. As of this recording, a few days before it comes out, they have Rogue in stock, ready to ship within 24 hours. They have Wolverine individually in stock, ready to ship in 24 hours. Or they have the whole wave ready to ship in 24 hours. Very nice. Same with the Captain America Abomination Wave. You can get the whole wave right now, or you can just order Captain Britain, Eel, Secret Wars Cap, or Iron Skull individually. And they have several of the Spider-Man Venom Wave, the Space Venom, including my favorite figure that, at least while they're still in the box, the Ashley Barton (laughs) Spider-Bitch. 
and the very hard to find silk figure. They're both in stock individually. Something else I've noticed that they started doing over there, maybe they've been doing it for a while and I just noticed, but they're selling individual Build-A-Figure parts for people who might need a leg for Absorbing Man or a Rhino torso at pretty decent prices there. So hopefully they keep that going with these further ways, because right now they have, I'm looking at it and they have pieces for Onslaught and Absorbing Man, Rhino, and even as far back as Odin and Ultron. Yeah, I hadn't noticed that before. I knew they sold the Build-A-Figures, but there was a time when I needed a few parts and decided it was cheaper to go to Dorkside and buy the whole figure, and this could be pretty handy. You know what, though? I did order a ball and chain from them because I mentioned when we reviewed... (laughs) I'm sorry, that's just really funny. I mentioned when we reviewed Absorbing Man that I thought his ball and chain needed some touch-up. And since Thunderball was so expensive and I didn't feel like buying a whole other figure, yeah, I got a ball and chain from them for six bucks. Nice. It's a, it's a good it's a good concept, and I hope they keep going with it with these newer waves as well. Likewise, they sell entire Build-A-Figures. Juggernaut, I'm impressed with how low the price is on him. If you look at their loose section, Juggernaut is only $49.99, Abomination $49.99. Oh, wow. But let's look at those X-Men figures that they're selling right now. Let's get a set of reviews in here. We could be reviewing the Spider-Man wave. We could be reviewing the Cap wave. We could be reviewing Doctor Strange. But right now, the heat, everything I see in Facebook groups, on our page, on Twitter, it's all about the X-Men. Yeah, I, I think it's the most popular wave going right now. I mean, there's probably a few good reasons for that. You know, one, we barely get X-Men stuff in this line anymore. And the character selection, for the most part here, is pretty darn good. So what's our first figure? Uh, First figure is Wolverine. So this is more of a brown-on-brown Wolverine, whereas we've had some of the more bright yellows recently in the Legends with the last wave and such. Yeah, Wolverine in his yellow and blue outfits and... Stuff like that. But you're right. This is more of the mustardy yellow and classic brown look with the with the bigger winged mask. I saw somebody who customized this into a D-man and it was perfect. Oh, nice. <laughs> because of the big wings. Yep. All you really need is that D on the chest. That's all they did. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's pretty cool. I like the brown and mustard yellow Wolverine. I think it's a nice... I don't know. It feels kind of... Not old-fashioned, that's not the word. Maybe vintage is a better word for it. I like the colors of it. It works. I really love his winged boots on this. Yeah, they're as big as his head. They are bad-ass <laughs> boots. I wish they would have done something different with the claws, because <laughs> the middle claws on ours are kind of wonky. Yeah, they're bent where it looks like a fork that's had too much use. One of them has crossed tines, and the other has just a big gap tine. It's like David Letterman's teeth. Oh, yeah. I feel like you could fix that, though. I think they're just kind of pegged in there, but I don't want to pull too hard to find out. Oh, no, yeah, they are. They're they're pegged from the top. Oh, so they don't go in and out like the previous figure we had. You, they just, they actually are hinged vertically? Yeah, to a degree. You're right. So I just had to adjust it a little bit. I thought that it was just bent plastics. Nope, looks like that's fixable to to a certain point. Which is weird that these pop out because one of the accessories, the only accessory he comes with is a pair of fists that the claws are in. So you have clawed <laughs> fists and non-clawed fists, but you can make the clawed fist non-clawed. 
have you pulled out one of the claws? Because I don't think I'd want to. I think they're solid in there, but there's just a little bit of, I don't know if I'd call it articulation or just adjustment that we can do. Yeah, no, I popped one out and popped it back in. It's no, oh. no big deal. I mean, there is a little bit of a hole at the top of his knuckles, so I can see that being a little bit of an aesthetic issue for some collectors, but... Yeah, where do you think the claws come from? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) This is just before he heals. The one thing I'll say about the paint job, though, that's a brave belt to wear with brown. (laughs) Bright red belt with a gold buckle. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a, you know, team mandated uniform type of thing. I think that's just, you know, Wolverine picking his own panache there, you know. He's always got to be the different guy. I did Google it and there are quite a few images of him. This was the belt he wore and sometimes it did have an X buckle, which would tie it in more. But other times it did just have the standard, I bought it at Walmart buckle. I like that they even gave it extra notches in case he gets like bloated at Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, he's got a few, got a few of them to let out if he wants to. That seems to be a separate piece that moves around a little bit, but it's fit, it's fitted on there nicely, so it's not too loosey goosey like some of the belts we're going to come upon in this wave. But here's one thing that kind of strikes me: this is the first time in a long time that we've got a Wolverine Legends where they didn't do any of the hair effects either on his arms or give him any facial stubble. He's just got nice, clean, smooth muscles and a freshly shaven face. You're right. I hadn't noticed that there's really very little skin showing here. But yeah, they could have painted some hair in either location. A lot of comics, he is clean shaven. He isn't always Don Johnsoning, but... <laughs> Don Johnsoning? <laughs> I turned but- him into a verb. You did. <laughs> but for whatever reason, Hasbro and even Toy Biz has always liked to give him arm hair, like the little squiggly things that look like somebody went in with a Sharpie. It's masculine. (laughs) Maybe it's Maybelline. (laughs) But I think the scale is good here. He's not on an overly tall buck. I think we've, I think we've got a pretty darn good representation of a classic Wolverine here. Yeah. And the posability is really good with him. I can do a lot of dynamic clawing poses and with the removable, Blades, you don't have to do what I did with our last Wolverine, where I bought an extra one just so I could break off two of the blades and have them given the finger. (laughs) Yeah, now you can just pop them off and make that joke all you want. (laughs) And he comes with Juggernaut Head. Yes. Now, you're the customizer here, but I have seen something very cool going on, and you tell me how hard this would be to do. People have taken that rhino head with the open mouth, and they've replaced the head under the mask. So you have a juggernaut with his mouth open wide and screaming. Oh, yeah, that's kind of a cool idea. And it works. Nice. Well, I'm messing around with this here. And I mean, this is two pieces, obviously. The head is a separate piece from the helmet, but that head is glued in there. And I don't want to pull mine out to a point to find out how well it's glued. (laughs) But I'm I'm guessing there'd be some Dremel and cut work if you were to try to do that. Yeah, I have my rhino right here. You'd have to really cut his head apart. I mean, that's all one piece with the horns. Yeah. All right. Our second figure is Miss Kitty Pride. A good companion for Wolverine. Those two hung out a bit. One thing I want to call out is the paint jobs on these X-Men. I went in expecting disappointment. You know, it's like 
you know, you've had a bad year at work and your performance review is up. It's like, that's how I felt opening this case because I'm traumatized by that X-Men Toys R Us five pack where all the outfits were kind of the paint came through. <laughs> My Wolverine is perfect and I can find one tiny spot on Kitty Pride where I can see black coming through the yellow. But overall, really solid paint here. Yeah, I'm not seeing any issues on mine either. The only the only spot that I can see that might be a little bit of an issue is like the back of her legs where where the boot part is painted or the top of her calf is painted black because the plastic is yellow for her calf. I guess in the joint peg, I can see a little bit of yellow, but still, I mean, now I have to nitpick to find paint errors, whereas before I couldn't ignore the paint errors. Yeah, I mean, and it's good matching. It looks like where where they use black plastic, it matches the black paint and the yellow vice versa is matching up. I'm not seeing a whole bunch of color variation here. But I do have to question throughout this wave, it's all X-Men themed, but none of them are wearing the same team version of an outfit. They have really loose uniform requirements now. <laughs> and you're encouraged to have your own flair. Realistically, that is the case, is the X-Men have never really had team uniforms. They did it for a while. They started with team uniforms, but really the Claremont era, it was kind of a whatever you feel like wearing. <laughs> Just make sure you have an X somewhere and a little bit of red and yellow. But I'm digging this. This this looks like a new face sculpt. I don't recognize this from any previous figures, and it actually kind of looks like a young Demi Moore. Yeah, what's weird is I just looked at this face, and it's very, I don't want to say plain as the word, but it's just unremarkable. Does that, I mean, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. It doesn't look like anybody, it's just there. A lot of times there's something you can nitpick on the face, but it's just unremarkable. It's a good sculpt, it's just that she's not doing anything with her face. I mean, she almost looks like she's got a thousand yard stare, like she's zoning off in class or something. Dead doll eyes. (laughs) I have to say one thing about this figure, and maybe it was the paint and the way they did her outfit, and because she's got like a early '80s aerobics outfit on, but she is bootylicious. <laughs> she actually is. I hadn't noticed, but I mean, they got the butt crack on there and everything. Yeah, she even got like butt dimples going on at the yeah. top there. Her lady lumps are like out there. <laughs> wow, that's weird because it. it They've curved her back in such a way that, yeah, she's twerking. (laughs) Well, I'm guessing this body is from a spider woman or a spider girl at some point or a female we've seen before. Maybe the females we've seen it on before had a cape or a coat or something. But, yeah, maybe it's also the paint because it's so slimming on the sides with that black and then the yellow just pops into a butt shape. (laughs) You know, it really accentuates the hourglass figure the way they have that designed. But I'm liking there's some new parts here, at least parts I don't recognize. These gloves seem to be new and unique to her to a certain degree. The chest, the upper torso certainly is with its little shoulder hangs. Yeah. So there's newness here and a belt that I don't recognize, which is actually kind of intricate. It's, you know, two separate pieces that come together at the front of the buckle where the X logo. But, you know, they don't they're free forming other than that. What is the point of a belt if you're wearing spandex and it's not a utility belt? It's neither <laughs> holding your outfit nor holding your wallet. It, it is purely an accessory. <laughs> uh, I mean, we could say the same thing about Wolverine. Like, why is he wearing a belt? Good point. A lot of belts for just for the heck of it, I guess. 
Now, Kitty Pride does come with her constant faithful companion, Lockheed, who is a wonderful ball of rubber. (laughs) (laughs) It's a small, pliable, little sculpted, almost looks like a gargoyle. I honestly thought the way it was in the package, because it was kind of butt up in the plastic, I thought it was like a some sort of power representation, you know, like something coming out of her hands, because it was in the package butt up. Oh, I can see that with the wispy tail. Yeah. Well, since he is kind of that pliable, rubbery plastic, you can kind of get him to sit on her shoulder, wrap his tail under her arm, and kind of get him to sit in between her shoulder and her hair there. But other than that, he's kind of unremarkable. Well, that's cool. I mean, that's how you want him is to be posed on her. You, I don't necessarily need a fully articulated, highly detailed Lockheed. Oh, definitely I, not. I don't not need that either. <laughs> As you were saying it, you're like, well, I could, I would, I'll take one. <laughs> <laughs> Now, she comes with Build-A-Figures for two separate figures. We have a Juggernaut arm and a Magneto head for the Onslaught figure we got before. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I went to Dorkside Toys and bought a second Onslaught figure back then in prep, so I had an entire second Onslaught body I could pop this on. Very nice. And that's been a while now, so you played the long game there. I'm glad that they put that piece in with the figure that already has a build-a-figure piece for this wave. I'd hate to have that just be the only build-a-figure piece in a wave. That that would seem somewhat of a ripoff, I think. But it's just kind of a bonus piece here. Yeah, but by the same token, I mean, we'll get to Deadpool, but he doesn't have a build-a-figure piece. I don't know where you could fit another accessory in that package, but <laughs> if exactly. you're going to put a Magneto head out there, that would be the one. <laughs> Well, he already comes with a disembodied head, so it might have been confusing to people. Onslaught looks like Deadpool? (laughs) Deadpool can wear a Magneto helmet. You can't really see Magneto's face under there. It's just some eyes in in darkness. Yeah, and that's kind of the way it was with Onslaught in the comics. You know, there's the big mystery who he is the first time around. And so to have it be just this ominous shadow in the helmet works very well. Indeed. Moving on to the next figure, we are now into the first translucent figure we've seen in a quite a while in the line, and it's Spiky Iceman. Well, he's icy. That's why he's spiky. Ice can be sharp sometimes. <laughs> now I'm going to ask you this, touching and feeling this, does it feel like they went with some sort of more rubbery plastic? Absolutely. Now, his little shoulder spikes feel like they're harder, and they come off too, by the way. There's a peg hole in the back. Yep, that's just a pegged in there thing. Yeah, and I think he looks better without it, but that feels like it's more of a harder plastic. But you're right, it does feel like it's a very soft rubber compared to what we've seen before. And I wonder if that's to hide stuff inside, maybe? I'm not sure, but like, feel his his hands and feet especially are almost like gummy bear. Yeah, they are softer than like the calves, but... The rest of it's still really soft. I mean, even if you like trying to like poke your fingernail in a little bit, it is not the regular action figure strength. Although, actually, what the only part that is <laughs> is what would be if he's wearing a cod piece. <laughs> well, his whole torso is, you know, going to be a harder plastic because that's got to yeah. be fused together. But his limbs are all in this. I almost want to say inferior grade of plastic because I feel like it's going to be loosey goosey on his ankles and I'm not going to be able to have any confidence that he's going to stay standing. Yeah, that is so strange. It 
I think it's only the far extremities, though, isn't it? I don't feel like the upper legs are bendy or any part of the torso or the upper arms. It's just elbow and below and knee and below. Yeah, that's that's pretty good assessment of the situation. I don't know why they do that. I have absolutely no explanation for this. I, I guess I have a question for Hasbro at New York Comic Con. Yeah. Seems what is odd. this? <laughs> As far as the character, thanks to Spider-Man and his amazing friends, Iceman has been a character I grew up with. I like the way Bendis wrote him in this spiky incarnation, but I never did jive to the look. I preferred the more sleek look. But the spiky parts on his back are removable, but you still give him this Yu-Gi-Oh haircut. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I can live with some of the minor spikiness on on his torso, or not on his torso, that part comes off, but like his lower extremities and stuff like that we just talked about. I can live with that. But talk about one figure that could have done with a a swappable head. Just give us a a bald version to go along with this, and I think you would have made a lot of people happy. Mm Mm-hmm. Although they'd complain that then we'd need the alternate legs or have additional pieces so we could slip the iciness off there. (laughs) It's kind of a shame they don't do variant figures anymore. This would be rife. This would almost make a a better buck for a for a uh, human torch true i could i could see this in a translucent orange and they are making an invisible woman they announced so maybe it's coming maybe there was a dual purpose to this body yeah but all in all you know what i don't i don't mind it i do i don't hate the Yu-Gi-Oh haircut i think it's neat to have this version but i you know as a longtime collector i have the other versions of iceman they put out there so it's neat to have something different this time around oh i definitely see that and i don't dislike it i just it doesn't mean as much to me the way a brown wolverine does yeah he also feels a little light on the accessory side like i said an extra head or something or maybe Back in the three and three quarter inch days, they gave him some ice effects. Like I think even mm-hmm. one was one he could stand on, like a like a surfboard. Yeah, not not, not silver surface surfboard, but you know what I'm saying, like yeah, an yeah, ice yeah. ice glider. I agree, it would be nice, but the translucence does work really well. And they didn't paint the translucence, did they? This is merely translucent plastic versus. Again, that one from the X-Men 5-pack where they painted it and you had some opaque parts and some see-through. Yeah, it feels like a swirly type of plastic, you know, like a soap. You know, when you get a hand soap, it has that kind of, you know, swirliness to it is all I can really come up with. Like where the opaqueness mixed with the translucency? Is that what you're trying to? Yeah. Yeah. Almost like an oil slick. But he does have, he has a bare feet, so I'm wondering if those are feet that we've seen previously very possible and he comes with juggernaut's other arm so now if i have a tour so i can start building <laughs> <laughs> but right behind him is another figure that if you've been finding this wave at stores at all you've probably seen on pegs because these seem to be a couple of the peg warmers of the wave is a modern day havoc and this is you know these are these are the figures that we're gonna get when we get a wave of figures that have new head sculpts and new hands and new accessories and stuff like that. We're gonna get a few figures on the basic buck that's basically done with paint apps. So you gotta expect that every once in a while. And Havoc is a good character to get. I haven't seen a Legends one of this in the Hasbro era. If they did way back when when they were doing like that movie Colossus and things, but to get this 
black and silver version with the shape on his chest and things. I like having the character, and what do you really expect in the way of sculpting from him, I guess would be the question. Yeah, no, there's really nothing to sculpt here. And they, you know, they even went a little bit further than they needed to with giving him the the small little bunched up glove hand things around his wrist that we've seen in the past. And my paint app is pretty clean with the silver parts that go over. Yeah, even my little blue thing on his chest seems pretty good. Yeah, all in all, not too bad. And he has new magic effects. Justin, you've got the Doctor Strange wave. Are these going to be seen in that wave? <laughs> I was about to say, we have new magic effects here, but I don't know that I want to attribute them to Havoc as the first guy to have them. But yeah, these these appear to be unique to Havoc so far. Wow. It's kind of weird. They look like a mixture of some kind of science experiment and the T-1000 because it's all these little beads that have clustered together. <laughs> it's almost like he's trying to turn back time in a washing cycle or something. Like he's got his hand in the washing yeah, machine. Yeah, it looks like soap. Soap <laughs> bubbles. Yeah, I don't know. Do they just sit on his arm like that, really? That's kind of lame. Sorry. I feel like they should do more than just sit on his hand. I don't know what they can do, but you know what I mean? Like, he should grip them or something. Yeah, it's not a very good fit. Like, no. you have to get it halfway up his, his forearm to get him to, to sit on there. And then what are they doing there? Yeah, I don't... It's too far back. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It just feels like another accessory for the box of accessories. But it, at least it's a new one. It's crap, but at least it's new crap, is what you're it's saying. It's new crap. We're not getting the same old crap anymore. And Havoc comes with my punk band, Juggernaut's Right Leg. <laughs> you guys are great in the 80s, man. <laughs> Your later stuff got a little weak, but... <laughs> they got overproduced. <laughs> Try to go commercial. Uh, next up is Marvel's Rogue. Not to be confused with Disney's Rogue One or Sarah Palin's Going Rogue. This is Marvel's Rogue. Or Marvel's Rouge. Marvel's Rouge. Yeah, it's Rouge. <laughs> now, Rogue may be my favorite X-Men character, honestly, from way back, from the animated series and the old cartoons and things, just the pathos she has going on, the fact that they never made that variant of her in the green outfit. I ended up buying a custom from somebody on eBay, but man, Hasbro needs to get on that. But that they were doing a Legends Rogue when they announced that, I got really excited, and they pretty much didn't disappoint. I really like that they did this rogue with the half bomber jacket look and the metallic green paint really makes her pop. Well, let me ask you this. This is not the version of rogue that they showed a long time ago. No, that was green from head to toe, kind of a Jim Lee outfit, green with white piping. There was no yellow. Uh, interesting. Because without thinking about it, I would have thought that this was just that figure finally making its way out there because I hadn't I hadn't thought much about that figure in a long time, but knowing that you paid for a custom, you probably a little more fresh on your mind, I guess. I have a save search in case the prototype ever makes its way out again, the <laughs> way like Phoenix 5 Cyclops did. But the, I don't know that they would make that figure again. Honestly, it was a little bit cleavage-bearing, kind of like the Black Widows they made in those Toys R Us 2-packs. I mean, we're talking that era. and. Ooh. It seems like they've gotten more conservative and only go a little bit more risky with their Comic-Con exclusives now. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the good things with this figure because I got a few bad things that I'm going to eventually get to. I'm digging the sculpt. I think it's great. And like you said, the jacket looks really cool. The half jacket and the upper arms. I'm, I'm a little 
not that impressed by her hair and jacket color almost matching. Seems a little weird. But other than that, the sculpt is great. The knee the knee boots look good. The wrists look good. The belt looks good. I wish the face had a bit more expressiveness. Her and Kitty Pride, they just decided to go with really plain faces. They've done great faces in the past with female characters and here. I don't know. They're kind of phoning it in. My problem is the hair. It looks like she's just got a big jumble of a mess. It doesn't move, which I kind of get because you can't have the articulation and that head. But her head is just like completely like stuck and sculpted on. There's not even a chance it can move. And you're absolutely right, Justin. I had a hard time with her hair because it nearly matches her jacket and it just makes it all blend. And I don't think any of it pops from the back. No, and like you said, the articulation is limited by her hair and by her popped collar. So she's not really moving her head much at all. The popped collar is such a great look, though. And, I mean, let's face it. I, To me, this is how she looked in the comic. And you can get maybe 45 degrees turns here. She'll look to the left close enough to check for oncoming traffic and even further to the right. <laughs> you know what? I did get a little bit of movement out of it. And there is something cool there. They painted the yellow up to a certain point on her neck and then ended it with a green V line. Yeah. Like that's kind of neat. A lot of times they just take that color all the way up because you can't see it. But mm-hmm. And I like the green headband they did. I mean, just a little nice touch that they didn't have to do. You know, there would have been still accurate without what I find weird is, you know, they gave Kitty pride though. They gave Wolverine those nice boots that had the wings here. Everything's just kind of bunched up below the knee for her boots. It's not that they sculpted boots. They're like, let's add a couple of ringlets and it's going to make it look like boot flare. Yes, that's my number one problem with this figure. The sculpt is there, but I feel like I have to get out my super glue because every time I touch this figure, her belt's knocking around. These knee things are moving around and even her wrist things are just kind of sitting there. I want some of this stuff to be permanently where it is. <laughs> but outside of that, that's my only real knock on it. Yeah, it's a good figure. I want to say it's subtle, but I absolutely love the weapon she comes with, though. I mean, just so clever. <laughs> it's a bare hand. That's all she needs. At first, I was confused. I'm like, where's the other one? <laughs> you lost a hand. Yeah, he's a little bit uptight about that. But... In the comics, if she's really going for the fatality knockout blow, all she has to do is remove a glove. Yep. So I like that a lot. Kudos. Very neat. Now, mine has kind of a wonky eye. Does yours feel like her eyes are a little bit wide set? Or is that just well, maybe unique to mine? I think that the the pupils that they've painted on are a little in odd places because I thought maybe she had crazy eyes at first. And they also made them like super white underneath the color dot of the iris. I mean, if I'm staring at it, it seems to me her right eye is a little bit more off-center than her left eye, giving her a bit of a cross-eyed appearance. Hmm. I'm going to have to see if I can find other pictures online and see. They might just be having trouble with eyes on this one like they did back with Jubilee. Don't remind me of that. (laughs) That's what it reminded me of. And she goes with Juggernaut's left leg, who beat us in the Battle of the Bands. (laughs) But they stole your song, man. (laughs) Up next is Phoenix. I'm sorry, Marvel's Phoenix. Not to be confused with Arizona's Phoenix. (laughs) 
And finally, just to start with the Build-A-Figure piece, we have a torso! I can Yay! start putting together a Juggernaut! Woohoo! And again, I think they did better with this face. They probably did as good with her as Rogue. Much better than Kitty Pride. She's got painted lips, the eyebrows are there, the eyes, those are wide set. The other one, Rogue, at least had one eye centered. Here, both of them are way towards the outside, but you can't complain about not being able to turn her head. They've certainly made that hair in such a way that you can tilt it and bend it. Yeah, she's got a really long neck. <laughs> <laughs> Almost unnaturally so, but I popped her head off, so it looks kind of weird from the side. Well, then the neck's super long. <laughs> this is I think this is a new hairdo that we haven't seen before, but she's kind of got like an undercut going on here on one of the sides of her head. I don't know if that's intentional, though. You think it's just a hair piece that doesn't... No, I mean, it just might be bad sculpting. I think it's completely intentional. They talked to us at San Diego about how they were trying to make hairstyles in a way that did not create the complaint Marjorie just had about Rogue. And so by having that undercut, you're able to move that head around a lot. Yeah, for sure. I think we can move her head around a lot because she has a super crazy long neck. Well, that also helps. Yeah. <laughs> But it's nice hair. We've not had that exact hair before. We've definitely not had that color. It's also a little pliable. It's not the solid like it was. Now, I think this is the same buck as Kitty Pride for the most part. Yeah, different upper torso because it doesn't have the shoulder pieces. Right. And she, well, Phoenix seems to have like a wedge type of shoe going on, almost like a heel, but no heel. You see what I'm saying, Marjorie? Is that a wedge? Yes, this is a wedge. Perfect example, oh. and I'm very proud of you, Justin. <laughs> well, I have a wife who has an entire closet devoted to shoes, yeah. so some of, some of it's going to bound to wear off on me. Ah, wear shoes. Ah! <laughs> I'm kind of digging what they did here. Instead of going with a gold paint, they went with like this goldish plastic for the majority of her legs and arms, and then did green paint to finish it off. She's got a really nice look to her. I especially like the gold they used for the Phoenix logo on the chest, too. Yeah. Has a pretty decent match to the rest of the gold. No, not really. It just looks really good, though. I like the gold a lot. The rest <laughs> looks kind of yellow. Honestly, what they've done with this figure, the colors are really good. And I'm going to say it's all because they add some tonal and depth of color to her hair. It's not just one color like Rogue's was. Oh, yeah. They gave it a wash. <laughs> they washed her hair. They give it a little <laughs> bit more than a wash, but okay. It's multicolor, though. It's multifaceted. Yeah, it's very reminiscent of uh, Medusa's hair from that San Diego Comic-Con pack a few years ago. The one that went all the way to the floor. Yeah, the tripod. Yeah, but no, I'm, I'm digging this figure. And Arnie, I do I do think they match the gold paint pretty well. I, I think what is throwing you off a little bit is that on her chest, it's framed in black, so it really makes it pop. But when it's framed with green, it kind of eats it. But if you kind of cover up some of that black and just look at that gold compared to her hand, it's pretty darn close. Yeah, I guess it's close, but... But I can also I can see it the way you're seeing it, too, where it looks more metallic-y gold on her chest. Than it really does. It looks... I, I don't know that I would have gone for gold as the color of her arms so much as some kind of tannish yellow. Hmm. Or a red version of Phoenix would have been kind of cool in this series. <clears throat> no, I'm saying I wouldn't call that color gold. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a butterscotchy. Yeah, whereas what's on her chest, there's no question what color that is. Fair enough. 
But yeah, I mean, she is pretty much Kitty Pride. The loose belt works a lot better because it's that wispy kind of thing that we've seen before. Yeah, is that is are the ends supposed to be on the back or in the front? To the side. To the side. Well, there's two ways it fits around her hips, and it's either they're on her left front thigh or they're on her right rear cheek. Yeah, I've been putting it on her right rear cheek. All right. Two to go. Cable next, right? Yes. The last Build-A-Figure piece so we can complete the Juggernaut. His Build-A-Figure piece is the crotch. (laughs) It's also my nickname in high school. (laughs) (laughs) It's like being the middle in the human centipede. Ew. (laughs) So I think we've kind of made our way through some of the... The peg warmers, with the exception of Wolverine. Wolverine is very popular, but... So is Rogue, really. I mean, she's hard to find, too. Yep, she's... I wouldn't call her a peg warmer, but she's more available, or you have a better chance of finding her than you do a Wolverine or Deadpool. But Cable is right up there in popularity with these other ones. Whenever I see this wave, those are the ones that are gone right away. And I can tell you, I can see why. This is an incredibly well-sculpted figure. With a lot going on here. A lot of newness going on. I feel like this is... I know, it just doesn't fit in with the others as far as appearance. Well, that's because we haven't got to the reason he's in here. Yes, he is, you know, from the X-Men. But he's mostly known for teaming up with Deadpool. Or fighting Deadpool, whichever the case may be, that issue. (laughs) They, They love to hate each other. Hate to love each other, whichever it is. But, yeah, I think he's making an appearance here as the bridge between... An X-Men wave that has a Deadpool in it. Got it. Okay. Well, I mean, he's okay. He has his metal arm, much like Winter Soldier. He's got half a metal face like the Terminator at the end of the movie. The second one. (laughs) They give him a nice grizzled appearance. This one, I think, has some amazing sculpting going on. Now, the arm... It's that same kind of Colossus ribbing going on there. With the way they did half his face metal, I mean, sometimes you see that, and it has a very Terminator look to it. And then the main piece of his chest with all the little sculpting in it, just really a figure that I could stare at because of all the details, you know, and the scars on his eye... Oh, yeah, and the metal the metal part from his face even carries on down through his neck. Mm-hmm. As far down as I can see. And this this torso piece is weird. It feels like something in the past that Hasbro would have made and, like, put over a regular body and snapped on. But this is, that's actually the body. I don't think this comes off anywhere. That's his torso. Yeah, looking at the back, I think you are right. Weird. Kind of neat. So that's a completely new piece there. Now, I was about to give him kudos for making a really new figure here off from head to toe, but I'm just now realizing that his legs come from a figure that we reviewed not too long ago. And that is nuke got the same pouches and everything like that, that nuke had, but they've given him some cool shin guards here to make him look just slightly different. Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed. And more to the point, I would think nuke has cables legs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They use those previously. We, We just got nuke earlier. Right. Same belt, actually, too. They have the same belt that hangs down with the pouches. But good reuse, or good first use, and then reuse later. (laughs) And 
it's almost getting redundant to talk about the articulation unless there's something wrong, but he's got full articulation, you know, the double-jointed knees, the ankle rockers. You can get a lot of kick-ass poses out of him. I have one gripe, and it's so minor, but it's, it is a gripe. Two, actually. First of all, it seems like they forgot to sculpt the sides of his hair. <laughs> it's just smooth. <laughs> yeah, especially around the back. Yeah. I don't think my barber could do that for me. <laughs> Takes a lot of moose. A lot of moose. <laughs> but the second thing is, I feel like his guns are desperately in need of a paint job. These plain green guns feel like they came... If you took those little green army men and used the honey I blew up the baby ray on them, <laughs> that's what I feel we have here. Yeah, I, I feel that for sure. These are big guns that have some sculpted detail in them, but I've never been a fan of these, you know, future Earth weapons when it comes to Hasbro making them. Because I always feel like flat and especially without any paint. Uh, I mean, they tried to salvage it with this magazine of bullets that slips in. They painted those, but the rest of it just feels cheap and unfinished. But that's easily fixed and... Really, what matters is the figure here, and he's pretty badass. I imagine Hasbro's going to reuse those gun sculpts sometime. They always do. And maybe we'll get a little better paint on them then. Yep. And in the meantime, I'll be looking for other guns for him to hold, because I just don't like the style of these at all. So Cable, like we said, is the crotch. So now we have everything we need for a juggernaut. But before we talk about the juggernaut in the room, let's talk about the Deadpool in the room. I don't think they gave him enough accessories. <laughs> what's that movie where the guy comes in and they say disarm your weapons and he keeps dropping gun after gun after gun after gun <laughs> i don't know that's how i feel you, sucker? <laughs> yeah it's something like that that's how i feel about this figure my god the guns it's an nra's wet dream <laughs> obviously these are all used for hunting and self-defense yes all right deadpool We've had some Deadpool before. The very first Six Inch Legends I bought was a Deadpool. My first hard-to-find figure. Not only your first hard-to-find figure, but I think this was kind of your your first taste of Marvel Legends that kind of got you going with the Legends. You were way more into the three and three-quarter inch until this happened. Yeah, well, also, that's all they made. <laughs> True. But then we did get the gray Deadpool quite a while ago in the yellow-carded X-Men wave. Yep. The first few Deadpools, there was the red Deadpool and then the variant blue and yellow outfit. And then a couple years ago, same sculpt, gray variant. And then an eBay seller who we thought was getting an early access to some exclusive pack that had all kinds of crazy colors that end up being most likely a bootleg. But cool bootleg. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I still display those things. I have a green Deadpool and a white Deadpool and a silver Deadpool. They were kind of neat. But this, they finally went back to the drawing board and gave Deadpool a more updated modern sculpt. But yet still plenty of pouches for the classicists. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's not much you can do with a Deadpool other than the colors. So No, no, there's quite a bit. There's the, do you give him the little... Reservoir tip on the head? How about the articulation? Oh, Where okay. do the pouches go? How many weapons do you give him? And the fact that this one comes with a creepy Freddy Krueger unmasked head. I think this <laughs> <Yeah>. is... 
This is a record-setting Deadpool. Yeah, I mean, another question is, is he carrying, you know, two swords on his back, or does he have a backpack full of guns and weapons? So, all right, let's let's start the with backpack? the weapons. No, I'm saying that could be another way to go with a Deadpool. Oh, okay. When, when asking which version to do. Oh, okay, okay. But this Deadpool comes with, like Arnie said, so many weapons. I'm, I'm counting. I mean, we got two pistols, two katanas, a knife... A boxing glove gun, and then, like, a Tommy gun and a pulse rifle. Yeah. It's a it's a bazooka, is what that one is, with the boxing glove on it. Oh, wow. <laughs> and a taco. <laughs> Are you going to eat Deadpool's taco? It looks a little lettuce heavy. It, it looks like if this were a real taco, it would be more dangerous than the apocalyptic White Castle meal. <laughs> <laughs> but what is Deadpool if he can't carry the majority of his weapons? So his accessories on body are some straps that hold both of his swords on his back very nicely, actually. In the past, I feel like some of these things popped off of the, the accessory too easily. He's got a sheath for his knife on his boot. Both guns have holsters, one on his hip and one on his waistband. And if you really wanted to, you can get that bazooka because it has a peg into the peg hole on the back between the two swords. So, yeah, he can carry all of his accessories that he comes with. Except for the taco. How do you get the taco in his hand? Uh, you kind of have to put it in there. Yeah, I mean, his, his fingers are a little bit on the rubbery side, which is nice because you can get him to actually open up and accept the taco. Oh! <laughs> oh! Is it Women's Day already? Oh! <laughs> I was thinking if you put on the unmasked head, he could hold it like in his mouth or something. No, you can hold it up to his mouth, and he looks really crazy happy to get a taco. Yep, with his pinky out on that right hand. Very gentleman-like. I'll be honest with you, out of all these accessories, once again, I'm not a fan of that laser gun or the Tommy gun. Those both pretty much stayed in the package when I took them out. But everything else is really cool. I mean, his katanas have black handles with red, you know, like how a katana's handle is wrapped with leather straps, like and the red underneath shows through. That's painted in there. Very neat touch. The guns are a little plain. Yeah. The it's the it's the same thing with cable. The Tommy gun and this other gun I'm calling a pulse rifle are just plain gray plastic. But for some reason, the gray works slightly better than the green for me. Yeah, I mean, because it's a metallic gun or whatnot, but a little bit of paint on there would have gone a long way. The knife is cool. It's got a black handle and like there's actually a little bit of serrated edge on that knife. Kind of a nice touch. Now he looks like a loon with all of his weapons on. Say where's hello the, to my little friend. Where's the taco? Doesn't fit right now. He holds all his guns. There's no place for the taco. Oh. Now the newness here, because obviously this is built on a on an existing buck, is there's a forearm with some straps and I don't know, it's almost some like a some sort of arm protection there that goes a little bit over his hand. Well, you know, the carpal tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. It's a carpal tunnel glove. But then he's got a belt with his own pouches, and it's most assuredly a new belt because his belt buckle is the Deadpool logo, and that's sculpted on there. It's not just painted. And it's the really old classic Deadpool logo, not the more Spawn-like, squinty-eyed movie Deadpool logo. No, yeah, it's the cartoony one for sure. And I think these things on the front of his shins are new too, right? Yeah, I think 
where the, I guess we just call them all boots because it's from where that swivel happens mid calf mm-hmm. is all new. It's like a shin guard and they wrap around the back. That's a whole new piece. And then his shoes, his boots finish off with some nice, you know, biker buckles and good treads on the bottom too. They're like work boot treads. Well, pay less. He could pay more, <laughs> but why? <laughs> I want to give some serious kudos to the paint. I've already said the paint isn't showing through here. Honestly, I can't tell you if these are red parts with black paint or black parts with red paint. It just looks good. And the silver accents, they're painted so cleanly. Oh, yeah. Before I got this out of the box, I wasn't sure if the silver on his chest were molded on parts or not. But turns out those are just little squares of paint on there. And when you get to the head... The unmasked head, they've got a really good paint job going on there. Like, he really does look like a a burn victim here, like with the different layers of wash going on. The inset eyes, they even got, like, dark circles under his eyes. Could just be lack of caffeine. He looks like a topographical map of Utah. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like an avocado and an older avocado had a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I love the facial expression, the crazy smile, the milky eyes. This is... I've always thought he had a Freddy Krueger look to him, but this is awesome. Yeah, it's a very good Deadpool unmasked head. But I'm really digging his masked head as well. You know what I wish? I've just become spoiled. I love that, like, the... I think it's the Revoltech figure. No, the Hot Toys comes with the interchangeable eye sockets and things. I'm disappointed now when Deadpool has only one masked expression. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm liking this one because it's not too far either way. It's not a a blank expression like we've seen in the past. And it's not an overly expressive, you know, because Deadpool can really make some faces under there. You know, he usually has one eye closed and one way open. This is somewhere in between. And I think it's a nice... It's a nice way to do it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Hasbro, this wave has been a good wave. And this is perhaps the best figure this year. And this is the year that saw Craven. So that's saying something. Oh, yeah. The one little ding, if I have to ding Deadpool, is I feel like his brown parts, the pouches, feel a little plasticky. I wouldn't mind seeing some sort of wash on there, like, you know, a hair, a hairdo wash that they give on some of these figures. Yeah, I could see that, but it di- until you mentioned it, I didn't notice it versus versus some of these other things where I where they call out to me. This one, he has so much going on, I didn't notice what he didn't have going on. Yeah. But let's get to the big mamma jamma, the unstoppable juggernaut. <laughs> now, I was curious because he feels so big. He is actually, though, the exact same height as the rhino. Oh, Rhino's slightly shorter because of the horns. Interesting. But if you put them back to back, like the tip of Rhino's horns and the tip of uh, Juggernaut's helmet come about the same. I was worried when we were putting this together with all these pieces, some of them felt really lightweight. And I was worried that this figure wasn't going to have any heft to it. It's the crotch. It gave it it all the way. It was. The the crotch is just massive. But I, I feel like... Because so much of it was so lightweight, like his torso was an exceptionally light piece. His arms were kind of light, but he's like carrying it all in his legs. Like yeah, he's his the guy arms and legs are where all the weight are. Yeah, like he's the guy you want jumping through the, not the wall, but like the floor for you. <laughs> 
I love that they brought this character in here. I hate that his chest clicks, because listeners, you may be hearing this as mm. we play with him a little bit in the studio. But is that a weight thing they have to do with it? It might be to prevent him from tilting unless we want him to. Mine doesn't click like that much. I'm doing it too. Yeah. Mine is very loudly ratcheted. Weird. If the if the juggernaut's rocking, don't come a knocking. <laughs> but I'm sure we will nitpick some stuff, but his scale, just the fact that he's included here, the he is a worthwhile enemy for all of these heroes to team up against. Definitely. I'm I'm enjoying the fact that, you know, a figure this size, you're never going to get just as a regular figure. It's too big to be just a figure they put out there. It wouldn't fit in the bubble. Uh, he might just make it in there if they gave him a weird pose, but... Yeah, I mean, I guess they they do fit Hulks in there somehow, and there was that Hulk that you had to assemble. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's a nice addition to this line, especially since they're doing an X-Men wave and we don't get that many X-Men characters. Awesome. We got an X-Men Build-A-Figure that's actually... An X-Men character. Why didn't they give us Apocalypse, though? I mean, come on! <laughs> this is the year! Yeah. I I mean, you're the one who always talks about behind-the-scenes stuff and what they can and can't do. I know, so. I know. The fact that we got an X-Men wave at all, I'm counting my blessings. <laughs> now, okay, so we all kind of dig this figure, but let's let's do this the nitpicking that we need to do. The outfit could use a wash. And I don't mean it's dirty. Yeah, the whole thing could use a wash. It all feels very clean, plasticky. Except for the helmet. They gave the helmet a nice detail that really makes the rest of it look bad. Yeah, that's where all the detail went. Yeah, the really overly flesh teller arms, just they make it look like a soap bottle. You know what I thought of? Silly putty. Yeah. It's silly putty colored skin. Yes, it is. They give him a cheap look and he looks like if you pop off his head, he's a soap bottle. Yeah. And I'm sure that we've seen some of these parts elsewhere, the arms and things, because all of these accessories that are there, the straps, are just really tightly fit plastic rings. Yeah, but I don't know where. Like, you have Rhino there? Rhino has all kinds of sculpting on his arms and stuff, right? Nah, but he's got the texture. These could be Hulk arms. Uh, Possibly. Very possibly. I think I'm looking across the room over here, Arnie. And I think you're right. These might be the Build-A-Figure Red Hulk arms. Ah. And then the same thing with the outfit. I mean, this looks like a large buck, giant buck. I mean, bigger than large, but it's a paint job and a added accessory belt. I mean, and that's not a ding. This entire line and the Marvel Universe also is predicated upon the fact that it's the same plastic painted different ways. But... Yeah, I mean... Use it properly, and it's it's good. I just, I think the only thing it's really lacking, like we said, is some good paint details. Yeah. But I think since we're already getting the giant figure, we're going to lose out on some of that. It's, you know, it's kind of like the, all right, well, we're going to do this, but it's going to be just the basic plastic and not a whole bunch of tooling and paint. And what I like is the posability. I mean, you can get him in good running poses. You can get him kind of head down, head butting poses. You can get him in leaping and punching poses. This guy, you can get really cool. There's a surprising amount of, of articulation that you can get out of his head. 
with that big helmet on there, you can still get it to move around quite a bit. Yeah, that yeah, that's really good on their part. Now the question is, is is this gonna replace the Diamond Select Juggernaut that I have on my shelf? Eh, probably not. I think they could hang out together, couldn't they? I think so, but he's gonna look like the little brother. Yeah. Compared to that select one. Yeah, I still think that he's the select one is slightly big for the rest of the figures, but it would still work. Like you said, they draw them different ways every time. But yeah, I'm not I'm not disappointed with this being the build a figure. And this wave overall, I think, is an excellent wave to get with very few stinkers in it. This has been just an amazing year. Hasbro has upped their game this year. And so I'm tempted to call this the best wave of the year. But man, there's been so many. And as we said, there have been like 100 figures so far. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard to call a winner yet because I feel like in the coming weeks, we still have waves and waves to to go over but it, it feels like a good solid one and it did something that i've been asking for for a while which is refresh the look on the shelves when you get to the store and you see these yellow packages on the shelf it looks and feels like something new is out as opposed to all the blue and red that have been sitting there for months and months i love it when there's new packages for things to look for because it pops so well and it makes the toy aisle look so fresh and new. I know that's the goofiest thing in the whole world, but new card backs really tickle my fancy. And it's nice for me because I was hunting for a rogue. It, I knew very quickly if a store was even worth slowing down in the toy aisle. <laughs> yeah, it's a big yellow beacon screaming at you from across the aisle. But we'll get back to those more rudimentary colors next week. What do you say, guys? Spider-Man next time? Spider-Man or Captain America? The choice is yours. Choose wisely. I'm more <laughs> excited for the Spider-Man wave. I know we got a nice Scarlet Witch in the Cap wave, but a lot of those spider figures are calling to me. So we'll do Spider-Man in two weeks. I'm excited to build the Space Venom, Space Knight Venom, so let's do it. So all that and more on the next Marvelicious Toys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. There's even more Marvelicious content at our website, MarveliciousToys.com. At the site, you can see pictures of the products we discussed, find checklists for Marvel toys, talk and trade toys in the Marvelicious forums, and much more. It's all at MarveliciousToys.com. Marvelicious Toys is a fan-run show that relies on listener support to keep the show going. You can pledge to our Podbean fundraising campaign by going to MarveliciousToys.com support. Backers get rewards including exclusive video content, early show releases, and more. You can also help out our show by telling your friends to listen by posting on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or in person. We would also greatly appreciate a five-star written review on iTunes. A link to our iTunes feed is at MarveliciousToys.com. We want your feedback on Marvelicious Toys. You can email us at show at MarveliciousToys.com or post your thoughts in our forums. You can also find Marvelicious Toys on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Find all those links at MarveliciousToys.com. We want to hear your thoughts on Marvel collectibles. You can leave reports of your latest toy finds as well as product reviews by emailing an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at MarveliciousToys.com. All content received is subject for use on the show. 
If you also like Star Wars, Star Wars Collecting is covered at our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, which you can find at SWActionNews.com. Marvelicious Toys is produced and edited by Artie Carvalho. Video editing by Barrett, Andrew, and Daryl. Website design by Jason. Graphic design by Justin. Photo editing by Jeff, Scott, and Curtis. Announcements by Brock. Segments created by Jerry and Jeff. If you want to hear reviews of every movie ever based on Marvel Comics, check out those reviews and hundreds more on the Now Playing Podcast at nowplayingpodcast.com. Marvel Comics and all of the Marvel Multiverse contains are the intellectual property of Marvel Entertainment Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, and no infringement is intended. Marvelicious Toys is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2016, all rights reserved, and no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. (laughs) She was in that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. movie with Nick Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. (laughs) David Fury. (laughs) How can you f*** up David Hasselhoff? Hasselhoff's our safe word, Arnie. <laughs> well, it doesn't come up in regular conversation. So if you ever need to get out of a situation, one of us will just bring up David Hasselhoff. <laughs> Have you ever like been stuck talking to people and you want to get the f*** out? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so one of us will just say something like, oh, you know, it's really not been the same on America's Got Talent since David Hasselhoff left. Boom, we're out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal that. <laughs> All right, let me say that again. I ended up picking up a lot of guns on eBay when some of our three and three quarter inch figures like Black Widow didn't come with any guns and it led to a huge thing. I found this six shooter on the ground in my photo studio and I'm like, oh my God, whose gun is this? I couldn't figure out. It certainly wasn't Star Wars. It didn't look like any Marvel persons. I kept posting it to all these groups. Yeah, it's from the 1960s Western toy. It just came in this giant baggie of guns. <laughs> nice. I remember the the group text where that was the question and nobody yep. could quite figure out what it was. <laughs> Yeah, I started with friends, and then I went to strangers. <laughs> and everybody's like, listen, dude, it is from this 1960s toy. I'm like, no, I didn't buy that toy. I forgot about my eBay lot. Table. To, you can get that bazooka, because it has a peg into the peg hole on the back between the two swords. So I think Do you, you do can that kinda- fist up or fist down? Jeez, I'm pacing. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Just the fist down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it looks like he's carrying oh an antenna. <laughs> that getting, is most assuredly not the way it goes, Arnie. That's how he gets reception when he has no cable. <laughs> uh, that was punny. <laughs> oh, ouch. <laughs> Is. We share the hot toys like we share the little tiny Wolverine. That's what we call it. In my pants. A little Wolverine. <laughs> it's the best it is at what it does. But what it does isn't very nice. It's small and stubbly. <laughs> and Canadian, strangely. 
<laughs> we haven't gone that blue in a while. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs>